listener production. Yet another good day for the Australian share market. And how did today's data out of China impact the Aussie market? Good afternoon. I'm Steve. I'm Laura. It's Thursday, the 9th of November. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Good afternoon. Mademoiselle Laura Bessarati. Hello. I'm back. Good to see you again. Back Welcome with back. vengeance. Ready for it. Exactly right. You're back with, uh, greeted with a gain. I am greeted with a gain. Very happy to see it. Up by about a quarter of 1%, around 18 points ahead of the close. We are on track to finish above 7,000 points for the first time in three weeks, though, which I'm excited about. Very exciting stuff. This would be the seventh improvement in eight days. We're Mm. up 3.8% from the lows hit in very late October. Doing well to bounce back from the 8.5% worth of losses that we had over the prior three months. So that's Mm. important to remember. We did hit a 12-month low just last month, but we really have kicked off this month in a very, very positive manner. Yeah, absolutely. So it was about time we saw some gains and hopefully yeah, so. do, we do finish off with a, with a strong November as well to, to get back those gains in year-to-date terms. So today, yep. China, we mm-hmm. had those inflation figures coming out. Of course, this is the world's second largest economy. It's our biggest trading partner. Mm-hmm. We're closely looking at what's happening with China's economy ever since they've come out of COVID lockdowns, especially But basically, the data suggested or showed that its economy shrunk in October, fell by 0.2% from a year earlier, and that's a bigger drop than we expected to see. We also had producer prices come out. Those dropped as well. That was the 13th straight month of declines. And this basically measures how much money factories get for the products that they make, basically measuring the difference in prices from month to month. We did have recent stimulus measures from China's government, but it hasn't been quite enough to to boost its economy clearly, and we're still seeing its economy fall back. So there wasn't really an instant reaction on, on the Aussie share market, but what we did see was from around 12.30 onwards when the data came out, the market did start to dwindle and we did fall off those highs of the day. Yeah, so it was an interesting session and response. You're right. Initially, there wasn't much of a response by markets to this data, but it did show that inflation isn't there. And in fact, we're seeing deflation. So prices are going backwards uh, a bit more than expected at a slightly faster pace as far as what consumers are paying for stuff. And that can just show, you know, a drop in demand for things domestically in China. So not a great sign on that front. About 20 minutes after the data was handed down, that's when if you look at a chart, you can see the market starting to really fade. Mm -hmm. So, you know, around when the data was handed down, the market was up around 0.7% at its peak. And then, you know, now as we head into the close, the market is still up, but only by around a fifth of 1%. Yeah, but there wasn't too much reaction from our miners, which is generally where we do see it come off because that's the sector that it impacts the most. They're still up about half a percent Mm. as a a group. I think that's an interesting point because the the prior two days, we did see some pretty heavy declines from Mm. miners. So maybe that already kind of was factored in. We had a 1% drop for the miners yesterday, a slight um, loss as well coming through on uh, on Tuesday as well. But let's look at sectors today and how they, they performed. 
Well, tech stands yeah. out for me. Mm. Maybe that's because they're falling by 5%. Yeah. Maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I reckon that's a good guess because yeah. it's no no sector came close to that type of move today. Yeah. And this is mostly thanks to one stock, basically, which we'll, we'll get to shortly when we look at the individual stocks. But as I mentioned, tech down by about 5%. Three sectors in total down. We're also seeing energy stocks 0.8% lower, and that's because oil prices fell overnight. They actually hit their lowest prices since mid-July and consumer staples are down as well. Yeah, so the oil prices actually dropped by about 10% from the highs that we hit at the start of the month. We had all that focus on the military conflict, of course, in the Middle East. Now the attention has shifted to a slowing Chinese economy and signs of a sluggish American economy, amongst other things too. Yeah, so it's all about supply and demand. You know, when there was concerns about the war, the issue there was that more countries would get involved and this would impact the supply of oil. So when there's less supply, that shoots the price higher. And of course, on the other side of that, if the demand is slowing, then we will see the the oil prices falling back. Exactly. So let's look at some uh, stocks today that received attention. The banking sector very much in focus. Yeah, financials were in focus today. They actually were quite a support for the market, but a few of the banks let them down a little bit, and that's why we didn't we didn't see them go higher. We saw Westpac shares fall. They, of course, traded ex-dividend, so they'll pay out their dividend of $0.72 cents per share. That'll be paid out on the 19th of December, and that's $0.08 cents more than they paid at the same time last year. So Westpac shares are down. Yeah, and mind you, Westpac shares are down, as you said, by around $0.45, cents, but the dividend as you said, is 72 cents. So it actually has fallen less than the dividend, um, which will be paid out. NAB also in focus today because it came out with some full year results. It's um, down by roughly 1%. The cash profit, which is the number that tends to be um, reported most because it kind of gives the most accurate look at how it's doing. Cash profit rose 8.8% over the year to $7.7 billion. It increased its final dividend to 84 cents, up from 78 cents 12 months earlier. It did warn, though, of a more challenging environment in the second half of 2024, which it blamed in part on intense competition, and it's been offsetting the benefits which come from higher interest rates. Uh, Keep in mind that NAB's biggest earner is its business and private banking division. It makes over 40% of its profits from that. That actually saw profits improving by about 10%, but personal banking actually accounts for less than 20% of its profits. So the retail bank, uh, including you know mortgages and home loans and the like, profits there have actually fallen by a little over 9% over the year. Yeah, NAB was a bit of an interesting one today because initially when they released their results and the market first opened, we did see NAB shares falling. And then as the session progressed, they were actually higher by as close as 1% for, for some of the day. And then Again, they fell back. So I think lately what we've been seeing, um, just a trend that I'm noticing, is that there is kind of that knee-jerk reaction from from investors initially when news is released, whether it be you know financial results or maybe some some economic data coming out, or even the RBA decision. We saw a similar thing on the day the RBA handed down their decision, and then markets reconsider what they're thinking about, it and it could see the stock going the opposite way. So that's been quite interesting. We've also seen. A 
buy now, pay later company Zip. That was an interesting one today as well. It hosted its annual general meeting and one of the key takeaways there was that the company expects to deliver positive cash earnings in 2024 in that financial year. Again, he, the initial reaction saw its shares lift, but as the session progressed, its shares fell deeply into the red. They're currently down around 6% ahead of the close. The worst performer on the ASX 200 at the moment by quite some distance is Zero. This is an accounting software group. It's down about 12%, seemed to fall short of investors' lofty expectations with their half-year results today, even though it actually swung back to profitability. So it made about 54 million bucks. This is in New Zealand terms. It's um, a Kiwi group, but it's also listed here on the Aussie share market. It bounced back from losing about $16 million 12 months earlier. Revenue's up 20%, helped by subscriber growth. So almost 4 million subscribers are using its platform at the moment. Their plans started about 32 bucks and they go up to $115 for the top subscription. Now, even though zero is down today, it was one of the real winners uh, during the pandemic. It was up 83% back in 2020 and it actually hit a record high at that point too. So let's take a look ahead to tonight. The night I've been waiting for, I don't know about you, but we'll hear from my mate, Jerome Powell. For the second night in a row. Yes. Very exciting. Very exciting. So this is essentially going to give him a platform to set expectations about what could lay ahead for interest rates because, of course, at the moment, markets are thinking that rate hikes are over. So this is his opportunity to speak up and set those expectations. And this will be at 6am actually tomorrow morning. So with a couple of hours of trade left. Tomorrow, we've got the Statement of Monetary Policy from the RBA, where Mm -hmm. it kind of gives out some forecasts that can be updated, so economists get pumped about that. (laughs) And then we've got REA Group out with a quarterly. NIB will be holding an AGM, and News Corp will release profit results. Yep, as well as Light and Wonder. An interesting day, I'm sure it will be. Enjoy your evening, everyone. Bye. This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067254399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.